Hi, we're Sabra and Courtney, and you're here with Impractical Theorists. Join us every week for thought-provoking conversation where we dive deep into life's biggest questions. Okay. Go ahead with whatever you were saying. So I'd ask my mom, like, pretty much what you, exactly what you said. So, like, uh, I know exactly the the example that I used was Native Americans. I'm like, you know, the pilgrims weren't here whenever Native Americans were worshipping their deities. And they worshipped more than just one god. And she's like, well... It's because they didn't know. And I was like, but you literally said that they would be called to a higher power. So how can they be condemned for not following God when they have no idea who that is and are only following what they feel is right? Right. They still have a moral compass. They still have a right and wrong, but they just don't follow one God. They, They believed that there was multiple. How can you condemn somebody to hell for just completely having no education whatsoever? Right. And there are hundreds of thousands of people out there who live in remote areas who have no access like to the remote villages and stuff like in Africa, like all the, the little Amazon, um, all yeah, and all of the little islands and stuff that like you know I think everything has been discovered now in the world apparently from what I've read, but. I mean, there's still parts of those, like, islands and stuff where you can't, can't go. go because they'll kill you. Yeah, exactly. Because you're an outsider and you don't belong there. And you don't even, because you can't even, and nobody can communicate with them because, I mean, how how would you, you know? Right, and, they have a dialect and a language that is all their own. Yeah, exactly. And so, I mean, I guess an outsider looking in who studied them from afar could eventually figure it out but like that's if you are able to do that mm-hmm. you know without them finding you and killing and murdering you. you yeah and it's just because it's like in their culture to like kill outsiders you know or whatever like and i'm not saying that that's necessarily uh what happens in all those cultures like maybe that's just like a movie thing i don't really know because i haven't been there but I can assume that there are remote villages that are so remote that from nobody, the rest of the world yeah. that they don't have any type of clue about who the fuck technology or anything in the Western world, you know, or Eastern part of the world for that matter. They just know what they see, see exactly, and what they have because they haven't because they probably live like in the center of the most wilderness parts of the world you know where they have like so many miles before you even reach a small civilization right and that's small and minute in comparison to what anything that we would describe as civilized right exactly so who's to say what they you know like how can you impart that they should believe in said thing when that doesn't even exist in their world right So, really, what it all boils down to is the beginning of the whole existential dread theory and issue and problem of, guess what? I think that we literally were made from the stars and the galaxy and everything coming together. And guess what? We just got fucking lucky. Lucky. We got hella lucky. And then we got smart and figured that shit out and fucking, like... Uh, manipulated it so that we could make houses and like now we have like things like drywall and paint and fucking TVs and 
uh, TV stands and couches well, and comfy things and pets. And here's here's something that really irritated me with the God created everything sort of trope was that if God created Adam and Eve as sentient human beings and the start of civilization is with them and it just wipes out the whole caveman theory. Right. Why is it we have actual evidence of primitive living if we were created as these fucking smart sentient beings? Like, where does that make it make sense is what I'm trying to say. Because right. that, that, that shit don't add up. Right. Because so. with that in mind, we would be far more fucking advanced. Oh, yeah. So did he just make, like, two little troglodyte motherfuckers and it's like... Here you go. Like, but then if you go and read the Bible, he makes Explain Adam and Eve seem... what you mean by troglodyte. Like, literal, like, um, like, mouth-breathing cave dwellers. Like, literally, like, two <laughs> brain cells to rub together, and that's all they've got. But whenever they are described in the Bible, they are described as much more intelligent than that. That they are knowing of, of um, they are ignorant of good and evil, but they are sentient beings. They have an understanding and a thought process. Right. Which, when you look through our history of millions upon millions of years ago, the beings that we have evolved from are nothing like that. So how is it you go from from level fucking 50 with Adam and Eve to zero again and then rebuild? Like that, the, there right. would be civilizations that are much more advanced because of, of the sentience that they had. Right. Right, exactly. You are right. And that's an actually really super interesting thing that I've never I've never even thought I've never even thought in that way about it. So that's really interesting. Cuz it's but like you're I don't right. like, I don't understand how you can how you can the start of mankind was in, you know, Egypt and Sumeria um between the Tigris and the Euphrates River, that was apparently when the Garden of Eden was, or was where it was placed, right? And if we look at that level of civilization, the Egyptians were really advanced for their time. So oh, yeah. how is it right. that you you start civilization in, in essentially the heart, in, you know, in the uh, northeastern part of Africa? First of all, which proves that fucking the first people were not fucking white, but that you start civilization in in Egypt and in Africa and yet that was where we create where we created that's where we expanded from biblically how the fuck did we get cavemen how the f- like how does that make any sense to like do you see what i'm saying it's just like right. if that's where we started even with immigration and the the movement of nomadic tribes out of Africa and into Europe like does it make sense that they wouldn't start all over from ground zero? You know, that they would take right. their technologies with them that they have developed in ancient Egypt? Right, because that's what we would do today. Like, it doesn't make any sense that we have cavemen, that we have this this proof that we have evolved, and yet when you look at it from a biblical standpoint, people were much more evolved already upon creation. Right. Right, yeah, like people, well, but that is also true though, because humans have, and humanoid type creatures have been on this earth for what, like two billion years or something like that? Millions at least. Right, and so 
because the Earth is about se- six, seven billion years old, I believe, from what I've watched a million times. Um, anyway, <clears throat> so it would make sense because that that by the time that biblical times came around, that because that was only like the Bible was only. It's only like 2,000 or so years Three old. 3,000 years old. Yeah. So it's not been around for very long. And um, to have written everything like as, you know, it had happened, um, it's only, you know, written to so many thousand years. So it would make sense that there were more primitive creatures. But that also calls into question when you're talking in sense of the Bible what the fuck do you call cavemen? You know, because they were here before that. So you say God created the world and everything like that. Well, I think that that's all false, my sir, my dude. My from my good man. My good man, <laughs> as you shake his hand. Um, it's, it's, yeah, it, it doesn't have any bearance because... Because it just seems, it, it literally... Looking at it rationally, it doesn't make sense. Like, if so, if the Bible is only like two or three thousand years old, right? And the earth is like so, like, it's like a hundred million times that old. So, it's like, how are you gonna, you know what I'm saying? Like, what? And that would have had to have meant that they, like, and the thing is. yeah. Dinos- I, like dinosaurs? They, like, they that was suffered a, thing. a huge, a huge break. If the Bible, like, is about the beginning of time and everything. Which apparently it is. Apparently. Right? So, there's, it suffers a huge gap of knowledge. Like, okay, so you say God created the world and blah, 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 blah. Okay, those chapters are fairly short in comparison to what actually happened, happened in the beginning of the world. So that didn't even capture like early humanoid beings transferring into now what we have today, but there was like a, a, a what do you call them? Uh, what's the actual scientific term for a human being? Uh, homo erectus. But, that, uh, homo the, sapien. Yeah. So then there's like Homo sapien sapien, and that's where we are we now. Are. And so, but before that, there was, you know, and there's like scientific proof that there's like different, different variations of human beings. Right. So check this out. Also, I have another theory that, okay, so you can see like kind of evolution in different animals, and that's why we have like all these different species because of the different. Um, environments that they were in and yada 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 and they had to adapt had to adapt to survive right so that's why we have all so you know if you're thinking from a standpoint of like we evolved originally from the ocean and because the ocean was the biggest part of the world in the beginning like some sort of little millipede motherfucker and eventually it yeah or something and then you just like so you start with the whole ocean aspect and you're just like Oh, 
So then you come through and, you know, they're like, okay, well, we started from fish and then we evolved legs and then we could walk up on land and then we did this and that and the other, right? So on and so forth through evolution. Mm -hmm. But if you think about it, to this day, we still have all these animals, right? So we have the fish, we have the walking on land creatures. Like frogs and salamanders. And and anything that we could have possibly been related to, Mm -hmm. right? And so we hit, and then we have the intelligent animals like the elephants and the dolphins and the squid and octopus and things like that. And they actually have like kind of an alien type of, you know, knowledge aspect to them in a sense. And so if you think about the fact that evolution is real, however, those creatures in each respect. Like there would been there would have been part of that species that moved on to evolve, but there would have been some that lacked back. Mm-hmm. There would have been some that stayed, and then they evolved into their own species. And yeah, and then it time moves on, and then the upper you know the ones that have changed have more change again, their other and then ones. leave and ones, then behind, leave of ones that. behind of that exactly. And so then calls into question of all of and I'm just. These are just thoughts that I've had lately, but you hear all these stories about Sasquatch and things like that, and I'm just saying, what if these are the the these left are the behind? Yeah, that have been left behind. But I also have had a modern theory lately that possibly, if it is true that they do still exist, they are so elusive because. After their transformation, a couple hundred thousand years or so, and then came smart, intelligent humans who started killing them because Cubans have been savages. Like, Throughout, and, and, and their so entirety I can of their only existence. assume that once they, once they evolved from like caveman status to like actual Homo sapien, then they started being like, oh, we can't. We can't spread you anymore. Yeah, you're, you're, you your, your DNA is obsolete. So they probably killed them off. And then there's only a couple, a couple of them left in the entire world. And they're so elusive because they know they are not accepted by society. And this is what they've been taught by their ancestors. I don't know. I've been pretty stoned lately, and this is where I... I was going to say, that. I mean, but it makes sense if you really think about it, because it's like maybe there's just like a small couple of families left, and that's it. And the children that they have... The, like, because this there's is, so many videos, dude. Of evidence proving... In like in the middle of nowhere, like up on a fucking mountain, you know? Like in, there's like a fucking snowbound valley in between, and there's a motherfucker walking there all by himself. And it's just like you there's know no that variation not a in color. Being is going to live there like that. Yeah, bears it's not do a not bear. walk like that. No, they don't, and they're not. They're very much more stout than like what they you are. see in these, you know, these pictures. Yeah. Like you can tell the difference between a fucking. I mean, I guess if you saw a very large fat man with <laughs> those full of hair, he would resemble a bear, right? But even structurally, but though, the tell. upright shoulders and, and the, the fucking ears are yeah. different, you know? Like, if you're going to be a humanoid-type creature, then you're going to be, like, a human. Your, your ears, ears are, are going to develop on the, on the side. side of your head for a reason. Yeah, exactly. So, it just, 
poses all these interesting questions that I have because like it's like nobody was actually there you know and the people that were there made up shit and like passed those stories down right you know like to sound cool or whatever you know like to tell a story you know honestly and maybe this is just very stupid and egotistic of me but I honestly feel on some level that everyone's goal in life is to be the coolest motherfucker on earth well, no, I think that that's very true. The ego is one of the most powerful things that we possess as human beings. Is is our desire to be the best. And right. I mean, I think that some people are just very good at balancing out, understanding that okay, these thoughts are that I have are not rational, and that this is not a, this is not even a possibility. You know, perfection right. is not unobtainable. It is a relative term that I like right. to think of it as. But I I absolutely see where your point comes from because if we think about it. I mean, just look at how egotistical a vast majority of society is today. It's all about them. Self-serving. They want to be the best. They want to be the coolest. They want to have the biggest house and the nicest cars. Yeah. What, And even if you're not, like, out there and flashy with it, like, I feel like... There are still people... like, the basis of... What drives people. Yeah. You know? I mean, as stupid as that sounds, I really feel like that's true. Like, because why else would people try to outrun me on the highway and, just you know, to, it's just, just flex stupid to, shit? It's to flex their dick. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I wish, I wish that it's like <laughs> that motion, you know, when they dudes make their dick do the thing. That's what they do. <laughs> that's what they're doing. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking But, like, am I wrong, though? Like, that's, no. like, like, that's what they're doing. They're right. just like, they're like, whoop. <laughs> and nobody wants to see it. Nobody cares. But then the next dude's like, "What? I can dick. I can do that." <laughs> nobody asked for it. Yeah. Then we got the women who have imaginary dicks in their brains. But our is that strong because we don't actually have a physical dick. <laughs> but some of our egos are just as strong, I guess. Right. Well, in their own way or another. Conditions are to be different when you really think about it. Because it's they our ego is not not for the um well how would I like to put this? It is for the competition of other women. That is what the comp between competition between women. That is what our ego is. That's where you know where men it's not to not to break it down and sort of reduce people to their genitals, but in the same sense, like, um, that men compete with other men to be the best, to be the strongest, to be the fiercest, to be whatever, the best. And society, which obviously for a lot of us, this is vastly different, um, because we see it and we acknowledge it, but for the most part, if you look at it, society conditions women to be in competition with other women, to be the most desirable, to be the most right. feminine, to be the most sexy. And, right. and it creates this seriously sickening and debilitating way of looking at oneself. But also, like, they still do the whole thing of, like, I know it's, like, it's not, in a sense, like, the strongest part of it nowadays, 
but they do still have some of the 50s conditioning mm-hmm. and stuff where, you know, some people, a lot of women actually believe that it's their duty to be a mother and to a be subservient. Taker, you know, yeah, exactly. And to stand behind your man. And I understand all, I understand standing behind your man. Like, if you believe what he does. But what I'm saying is, in the opposite aspect of, like, if you don't believe in what he does and you're still expected to, that's where I don't agree. Well, I just, I think the the fault there is that you're putting your trust, all of your trust, all of your eggs into the one basket. And that basket is a person. And we all know people are imperfect. Right. So, it's like, it's like at that point, they just sort of disregard self-preservation in, in, in its most primitive form. Right. And they're like, well, I'm just going to trust him because he's a man. Mm-hmm. Well, we don't, we don't do that with women. I mean, and, and obviously, there are some instances like where if, like if I was being followed and I was walking down the street, I'm going to immediately go to the next woman I see because I'm going to trust a woman over a man. Oh, yeah. But I think that, again is the conditioning that we have received over, you know, decades of time. Absolutely. And not only that, but like growing up, my mom, you know, has made me the most aware being possible, especially because I went seven years without driving. So I, and I moved to Colorado without getting my license back because I was like, fuck staying here. I don't need this shit. Like I can get around in Colorado. It's a big city. You know, Colorado Springs is a big city, so no problem with getting around, like, so I didn't worry about it, not only that, but going through college and stuff, I always walked home, like, and sometimes by myself, and I was shit-faced drunk, nonetheless, and I still got home, like, just fine, because I'm not fucking stupid, I always carry mace, well, I did then, now I always carry uh, an army knife on me, always, like, I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do with it, but I'll try to protect myself until you grab my arm and put it around my neck <laughs> but anyway you know my mom has always made me a very aware person and she still to this day tries to tell me things i'm like mom i know i'm aware i look <laughs> around like i am aware of every motherfucker around me that's why i have actually got myself out of a few situations where i potentially had a predator following me and I got myself out of it because I recognized what was happening and I shut it down before it happened. You know, uh, one uh, time, actually two times I'll tell you about. The first time um, is when I was living back in Quincy back home and uh, this was before I moved to Colorado. And one day I had walked, my house was about two blocks from the grocery store. And so I, and I didn't have my license then. So I walked up to the grocery store and, uh, I was walking through the parking lot. There wasn't any cars behind me. So I was walking through the center of the, well, there was one truck in front of me or behind me. This was the guy that was following me. It was a guy in a green truck. I don't even know what kind of truck it was. Probably a Dodge something or other in 2012. So old truck older truck than that so anyway um this guy was like kind of i wasn't sorry i articulated that incorrect i was not walking in the center i was walking off to the side because i always do that because i know people are trying to drive through and there was a guy behind me and he just kept driving really slowly behind me even though i was giving him plenty of room to go by to go by and park and 
you know, he had been doing this from the back of the parking lot all the way up to the front of the grocery store. So, finally, when people do that to me, I stop. Or even if I'm, like, walking in unison with someone, I stop and let them go ahead of me because I feel weird about it. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not about it. And so, anyway, same situation, um, but I just, I stopped. And I kind of, like, looked at him, like, the fuck are you trying to do, you know? And he he's looking at me as he drives by, <clears throat> and then he parks. And I was like, I kind of brushed it off at first, like, okay, whatever, kind of fucking weirdo or whatever. So I go into the store. I seen the guy get out of his truck, so I knew what he looked like. And I noticed as I'm going through the store that this guy is, like, in every aisle that I'm in. Like, he's following me. He's definitely following me. So, then, um, I get to the check. Like, then I, I go on about my business. I go, I try to, like, lose him through the store, you know. It's decently sized store. Like, you could easily lose someone in it to have to call and find him. And, um, so I try to lose him and I go through the dairy department. I don't see him for a minute. I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to go out because there was two sides of the store so you can there's the alcohol the liquor cave basically where they have all of that in one shot and it's in a separate room and you can just check out over there Mm. or you can go through the regular grocery so anyway the dairy department was closer to the alcohol side so I go over there and check out and I'm in line and I'm just kind of minding my own business and I look back and dude is behind me in line and Mm-mm. he just kind of like gave me a little smirk and I like knew in that moment that this was not happening right now and I'm not fucking doing this and I'm no so literally the poor cashier I she had scanned all of my stuff and was ready for me to pay and I was just looking back I looked back at her and back at him and I was just like um, I'm so sorry. Can you cancel that order? I forgot something in the store. And so I went back into the store and I stood in the front and waited for, and I went through a different checkout lane, obviously paid and everything, had my groceries ready. And I just waited there and I waited for him to leave. And I called my grandma who didn't live far away. And I was like, can you pick me up? Because uh, I don't feel comfortable walking home because this guy, I think, is following me through the store. So my grandma came up and picked me up. And um, I waited for that guy to leave. And, of course, I didn't see him leave. But I didn't see his truck there anymore. So then I, she took me home. And I think that she probably took me to her house first for a few minutes. And then, like, took me home just to make sure. But... Yeah, I mean, there's been... And then there was... Okay, so this was the second situation that happened with me. And this was fucked up. So, this is when I lived in Colorado. And this is just a quick story. <clears throat> um, I lived with... Uh, me and my ex lived with an old roommate. Um, lived with a roommate. It was his house. Anyway, the next door neighbor was just fucking Looney Tunes. And, and I mean, not in the sense that he was mentally retarded but just that he he was crazy like yeah he, like actually probably needed like for real help yeah 
like he needed to be on severe medication. <laughs> but anyway, um, so one day I was uh, walking home because, again, I didn't have my license at the time. So I am walking home from the grocery store, which was about five blocks up, not a big deal. And um, I get into our neighborhood and he um, drives past me. And I don't really think anything of it other than, oh, there's that weird dude. And um, he it starts driving slowly by me and then he turns down this cul-de-sac type thing. It was really like a round, uh, like a circle drive. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm trying to say. It was a circle drive. So there was, I'm walking down the street and then the circle drive goes around and at the end of that circle drive, that's where my house was. Mm-hmm. So I just keep walking straight down the street um, because our house is at the end. So it meets, you know, the straight road going through. And I get to the end of the street where my house is and the motherfucker's sitting right in front of my house because he knows I live there because he's our next door neighbor. And he's sitting there in his truck like looking at me, like watching me walk up to my house. And so I'm like, not today, sir. And I take out my phone and I start recording him and taking pictures and stuff and he like zooms off real quick. And I'm like... Like, I don't know where you fucking live. Right. You live next fuck. door. So I called the cops and I was like, you know, I told them where he lives and everything like and totally gave him a whole police report on it just so they had record of it in case anything had ever actually happened. And they said that they actually had a couple other um, report like reports or complaints about him. Fucking telling people. What a fucking creep. Yeah. So, I mean, that shit is real and you have to be... You know, it's really sad that it's kind of dampened today by everybody being like, well, it doesn't matter if you got raped, you still can't get an abortion. Like, what an insult. Right. You know? To take my, to have my bodily autonomy literally stolen from me and then told again after the fact, like, well, you have to keep this parasite that you really don't want that just continually reminds you of a situation you don't want to remember. But, hey. (laughs) Cheers but you're to a woman, me. so so you don't get to decide. Sorry. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah, it's really fucked up, and that's why, like, when I leave to go walk out to my car, whether Kevin's with me or like, I mean, most cases, I know that Kevin will be either right behind me or you know. But it's like, in in the from me leaving that back door to the point where I get to my car and I'm in my car, my fucking keys are in between my hand. I'm watching my shadow behind me because I'm looking to see if someone's going to try and walk up behind me. I look at every single car in the parking lot and I figure out like how far they are from me. Oh yeah. And there and it's and it's like it's fucked up that we have to live that way. Yeah. And it's like and then they, they, they and then they miscredit us for it. They're like, "Oh, it can't be that bad." Right. But you can't but you can't even possibly imagine. And then they But then I, you have all the men that like are fucking accused of all this shit in the media and stuff, and you have women coming out saying, Yes, he did this to me and everyone's just like, Nah, nah. You want it for the money. Nah. Yeah, exactly. Or, and it's like, Well, why didn't you report this twenty years ago? Because we were afraid. Yeah. Exactly. Like <laughs> Especially if the person like because I'm sure that it happens more so than not that you know the person yep. that you're abused by, you know. So, 
especially if you're in a situation like that where you already, like, I feel like, you know, I would be more compelled to speak out about a uh, random, hap- uh, you know, happening. Happen, yeah, between someone you don't know right. than you would trying to... Articulate something about someone that you know and have a, like a lifelong relationship with, or just even like a brief friend, friendship with. But like, you know what I mean? Like, because even though I know better to this day, I would still probably think of it differently in my head. And I mean, it's as opposed to being like a random like person. happening, right? Know? Well, I think that when knowing somebody, you try to rationalize it in a different way. Right. And that's, like, the scariest part about it. Because then you're just kind of, like, trying to ease yourself. Like, it's, no, it's okay. But it's like, no, it's not, not okay. okay. Yeah. And, you and like, I feel like more people need to think, you know, like that. Like, I know for a fact that I don't give myself enough credit when I know something's wrong. And I always second-guess myself. Like, oh, maybe you're just being a big baby or... You know, something like that, but that's actually not the truth. Like, when your fucking gut is telling you something... It's, yeah, that's the most important time to listen. Yeah, absolutely. So. It's wild, man. It's fucking scary. 